What up, Badger fans? Uh, the over-unders are out. FanDuel has Wisconsin at 8.5 wins this year for the football team. Uh, we're going to go through the schedule, Justin and I, and we're going to see where we end up if we agree or disagree with that over-under on today's Locked On Badgers. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? Welcome to another episode, another great episode of Locked On Badgers. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings, as always. Thank you so much for tuning in, making this one of your first listens every single day. We really do appreciate you. Uh, we got Justin. We got the man coming on the show. And over-unders are released, Justin, on FanDuel. There are other places as well, but we use FanDuel here. That's our that's mm-hmm. our, our jam. Uh, Wisconsin's is 8.5. Um, we're going to go through the whole schedule. We're going to make our picks, our very early picks. So before we do this, because I think it's clear we, we're going to have people that are going to look at this and be like, well, if we play well, that's a win. I want you and I to establish, all right, if we're going to look at these from the standpoint of if we give our average level, and that's what I wanted to say before we get rolling here, what do we consider to be the average level? Like what would be a, a, a ho-hum game for what we expect for this team this season? Well, I don't think – I, so I, I'm already kind of there because I, I've talked before about I don't expect us to be hitting And that's fair. Right. Maybe we um, won't be. Maybe it will take a couple of years for the offense to truly start humming here. So um, but, what it, what, but what do you consider to be, like, average for this team? I've, I, don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, think <that's laughs> part of the I think that's part of the problem, right? We don't really know. We don't really know what the – High water mark will look like for this team and the low water mark and what what's in between okay. there because we've never seen this group of coaches, players in this environment. I think so, there's a lot of questions that people are talking over. So if we're taking a look at the offense here now, to, to put in perspective here, most of, of the Chris teams from an offensive standpoint were roughly between 25 and 20 or 29 points is, is pretty much roughly where they sat on average for points per game. Do we consider that underselling what we expect this year? Yeah, I think we'll score more than that for okay. sure. Do you think we're going to be over 33 a game? I don't know. I mean, defense- that's starting to get to the point where that 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 that's kind of the, the barometer for me. If you get above 33, you're kind of looking at it and being like, all right, this is a good offense. Like that's that's where you start talking. This is a top forty, top thirty type offense at that point. If you start getting above that level, um, I think I think thirty two for me would be a nice first season. Would be probably the best offensive season we've had since twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think we're going to give up more points too. So. I think we will. I, I would say we're probably going to be in the right around twenty a game, which would be a step back for us. Yeah, Maybe so nineteen. It may not, and there, there, listen, there could be some games against uh, Buffalo, for example, where they're overmatched, and we put up a sixty yeah. burger, and then yep. we end up scoring twenty seven against Iowa. You know, yeah. I could definitely see that scenario, or on the road against Wazoo, which we'll get to. You know, that we'll we'll, we'll start right. with Buffalo. We'll All right, start let's with go. Buffalo. That's a scary one to me. All right, so Buffalo. I mean, obviously, we're both going to win there. Yeah. The Luke Fickle era gets started. Yeah, I think I think Buffalo is a healthy win. I'm I'm hopeful that we see the offense show some signs. I, I don't expect it to be clicking, but by any means. But I would love to see us put up 40 in that game. And I think from a talent advantage standpoint, we should be able to do that. What what we do defensively will be interesting to see in that game. But yeah, I think we'll win healthy in that game. 
I think that's going to be such a fun game just because it, a, a, it's so nice to like lead off. I don't want to call anybody soft, but with a soft opponent, let's just be honest. Yeah. You're not leading off a new era with a bunch yeah, it's of It's not the Lance Leipold Buffalo team that we're going to be facing. No, no. And it, with, in a season with so many changes, I think it's absolutely critical that we get a bit of a, a preseason game. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited for that. But it's just going to be so fascinating to see all the new pieces, man. The new parts, mm-hmm. yeah, the defense looks like you said. I think they're going to murder them. I think it's a statement game. Opening day, Camp Randall. Um, I think they put the herd on Buffalo. Then let's go to the second game of the week, going across the country, road game. Washington State beat us last year in Camp Randall. The quarterback's back, right? Cam Ward did not declare for the draft. Um, I My early thought is this is a loss. I think Wisconsin drops this game. I think it's a, going up against an established quarterback, uh, a pretty solid team, a road game, different time zone, a bunch of changes offensively and defensively for the Badgers. I think people are overlooking this Washington State game. I think it's a loss for me. I think it's a win, and I'll say why. Number one, I think that this team is going to come in salty to that game because they lost to them last year. There's some there's some players left from that roster that are definitely not going to be happy with the way that way that game played out. Um, but the other part of it is, I think Washington State lost a fair amount of defensive talent, and I think that that was the under underlying story of that game. They played really well defensively against us, and now Graham Mertz didn't help us. I was just going to say, like... but but I also believe in and Tanner Mordecai far more than I've ever believed in, you know, Graham Mertz going out there. I Could the game be close? Yeah, it could definitely be. I'm not going to come out there and say like last year where I expected us to cover, and I think we had a 17-point spread, but I do expect the offense to be competent in this game, and I don't expect us to bang our head against the wall and just keep running into a nine-man box, which is effectively what we did against Washington State. I just think Mordecai's the difference here. You have a quarterback that if they're going to stack the box, I think he's good enough to be sharp and pick them apart. And we may not win by a lot, but I think he'll make enough plays to get us the win in that game. We may not have the quarterback advantage in that game, though, with Cam Ward. Cam Ward (laughs) really didn't impress me last year. 3,000-plus yards, 23 touchdowns, nine picks, and he can move. Um, Almost a 3-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. and he's 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 more familiar in that system. I don't know. Uh, we may not have the quarterback. Isn't command. it a new? It's a new. It's a new offensive system, though. They lost yeah, their true. their it's offensive true. coordinator. I still on the road against an established quarterback, a team that beat us last year with a bunch of changes. That to me feels like the type of game we drop. That's but, and that's fair. We, we just on. disagree. <laughs> no worries there. And I hope you're right. Like again, we always talk about this stuff. I hope. I hope we don't lose anything. Like I, mm-hmm. I hope we beat every team seventy-five to nothing. Um, Georgia Southern, thoughts? Yeah, that's going to be a, a blood bloodletting in that one. Yeah, that is bludgeoning. A bludgeoning for sure. Um, and then we're going to finish up here with this first segment. Uh, kind of wrap up the first quarter of the season. Then we go to a, and this is a game Rajiv has talked about as being kind of a sneaky trap game. We go on the road to Purdue. New coach, new quarterback, Hudson Card now at Purdue, which is a that's a legitimate, at least from a pedigree standpoint, that is a legitimate quarterback. Road game, what are your thoughts going to Purdue week four? So I think that this is a team that may have some growing pains because I, I think I, I can respect what Rajiv thinks, but I don't think their offense is going to be remotely what it was. I think when Brom leaves, that's it's a big piece on the offensive side that's walking out the door and you're starting a new quarterback. I don't know what their offense is going to be. So to expect them to be dynamic on offense, it seems like a stretch to me. Now, Card, I, I think Card is a good quarterback. Like he he at least has a lot of potential, but 
I, I can't look at that offense and say that, that I expect them to be as dynamic as what they've had in the past. Now, defensively, I expect them to take a step forward, but I do expect growing pains there because they have not been a good defensive team in what, 15 years? Like it's, they, they haven't, Drew Brees and, you know, some of the other guys that were running around with the Boilermakers, this is the last time they actually had like what you'd call a, a salty stout defense on that team. And even then it was more driven by the offense. So it will take some time, but I think they get substantially better this year on defense than what we've seen in the past. I just think there's also going to be some regression on the offensive side. So I think this is a game I expect us to win because I think they're actually going to be more in flux than I think we will be where our defense is still more kind of established. And I don't think there's going to be as much question as to what that is going to be on that side of the ball. Yeah, I had this as a win as well. Um, I'm I'm not as quick to just say their offense is going to fall off a cliff. I think uh, I, I don't know. I, um, I'm curious to see what happens there. They have a real quarterback potentially, and and that is is basically the band aid over any type of offensive issue. Um, but I do think it's a win. I, I I have us losing Washington State. I do not think we're going to start the Luke Fickle era with losses to Washington State and Purdue. Uh, I think <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. Um, and Wisconsin is, has recruited significantly better. Uh, I think they have the quarterback edge. Hudson Card hasn't really proven anything. I think they have better weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give us a win here, uh, which brings us into our bye week. I am, and I'm, by the way, if you hear me typing, I'm keeping notes on the side just so I can remember what our records are. I am at three and one to start our Big Ten uh, journey with Luke Fickle. Justin, the, the ever optimistic Justin, says 4-0 going into the bye week. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk about the timing of the bye week. Is this good for us? And then get into the meat of the schedule and see where we finish up with the Wisconsin Badgers over under the season. But first, today's show brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar, the number one tasting protein bar on the planet. My go-to nutritional supplement, something that, again, tastes good. It's healthy, not a lot of calories. I love the churro, but there's also a cookies and cream that I like. There's a, a chocolate brownie that I like. Um, there's a birthday cake puff that is ridiculous. My kids ate my entire box. So that happened. Um, well, we're going to just continue to get more. Built Bar continues to pump out great flavors. If, if you want the best tasting protein bar on the planet, without question, it is Built Bar. You'll thank me later. Go to Walmart, get your four-bar box. Uh, go to Sam's Club, get your 13-bar variety box. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the planet. You will thank me later. All right, let's bring Justin back on the show. Um, do want to say thank you to everybody who listens, all the everydayers. If you're here yesterday, you listened to you know, Brian Smith. Breaking down uh, Mabry Metower in his NFL-ready arm. If you're here today, we got Justin. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to respond to some of your questions. So thank you so much for continuing to listen. Uh, Justin, let's let's jump into here. By week, week five, after Purdue, right before Rutgers, feels like not the greatest timing to me. No. I, I'm not. I'm not worried about that extra prep week for Rutger, Rutgers heading into this year. So not that worried that Purdue's going to beat you up along the lines and no. you need two weeks to recover. No. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's let's jump after the bye week. I mentioned home game against Rutgers. Uh, I'll kick this one off. I think that's a win. Rutgers, yeah. they're just not going to be able to compete coming off the bye week. Wisconsin. This is actually in, here's where the bye week kind of helps you. Uh, still. And again, new systems, new schemes on both sides of the ball. It allows the coaches probably to take a step back, take a look at what's working and continue mm-hmm. to fine tune it, get more reps, uh, clean up some of the the almost certain growing pains through the first mm-hmm. four weeks of the season. I think they're probably going to come out and lay it to Rutgers. I have us winning that one and moving to four and one. Five and oh over here. <laughs> Nothing else to add. I love it. A clean sweep of the Rutgers prediction. And now we get into a tricky one. 
Uh, home game, but it is against Iowa. Iowa, uh, according to FanDuel, over-unders at 7.5. So right behind us in the Big Ten West, we are at 8.5. I say we, Wisconsin's 8.5, Iowa's 7.5. Minnesota's also 7.5. There's a lot of kind of bunched up in the yeah, Big Ten West. Where do you have this game? I'll, I'll let you start on the Iowa one, home game, Iowa. You have us at 5-0 and going into this one. Which would, which would have us ranked? We'd be in the 15, 16, somewhere yeah, that probably range. somewhere in there. This is a game that scares me. Um, for whatever reason, we struggle with Iowa. And offensively, even with a more dynamic offense, I'm still a little worried because they seem to always have like a top 15-ish type defense. And they seem to muck things up so good against us, even when we do have a, a decent passing game. So it's a game that I I don't love. And it's when was the last time we had a, a running back just go off against them? Probably Melvin Gordon. And it, I, and it was a hard-earned game for him to to get to the uh Yeah, I think Taylor plus. had a good game against them in one of his. Um, but I would have to go back and look. No, we don't gash them for 300, no. though, to your point. No. It, well, even getting to 150 is, a, is tough against them. So we're going to have to pass the ball in this game. And this is this is a game where I could see Mordecai struggling a, a little bit. And that's that's where my fear is in this one. I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that this one may be a loss. Um, I think that the, the step up after Rutgers is going to be substantial. So it's really – it wouldn't shock me either way. I'll call it a loss. I, I'll be optimistic that we, we hopefully win it, but I'm going to call it a loss for the purposes of this. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think this is our second loss of the season. Um, I, I do think part of me just doesn't believe Iowa can continue to be so helpless offensively, right? Yeah, that's the other part of it. They just cannot be, of course, as Wisconsin fans, how many years did we say we can't be sure. that bad again? Is it, is right. it possible that the, that dad just leaves the son? <laughs> I mean, I say, you're walking back from, from Madison. So Iowa should have an upgrade at quarterback, not substantially. Um, you know, but bringing in uh, McNamara from Michigan, Eric All from Michigan. Yeah. Obviously, they know what to do with tight ends. I think the defense will reload. They always do, man. Well, um, McNamara is exactly what you want for their offense. Like he's yeah. he fits that to a T. It's a step up in you, they just need competent, right? Yeah. And he can be competent for them. I think they're going to be solid again on the lines. I, I have this as our sec, as our second loss of the year. You have it as our first. Um, hopefully, again, we're wrong, but we both have mm-hmm. Iowa winning that game. Uh, this is not a kind of tricky one. Let's go to Illinois now. Obviously, Illinois came into Camp Randall and laid the wood last year. Bielema lost the defensive coordinator, um, lost the Mike Brown, the running back, uh, but did add, I forgot his name is escaping me, the transfer quarterback from Old Miss, I believe it is. So did upgrade the talent at quarterback. Where are you at on the Illinois game on the road? I think that this game is, this is where a game where we may drop the hammer. Coming off a loss to Iowa, everyone's going to be angry about losing to them last year, especially in an embarrassing fashion that we had last year. And I just think that they're going to regress defensively. Like Bielema is not a defensive mastermind. We have seen this in the past with him that he, he has, he's very inconsistent. If he has good talent running the defense, meaning a good defensive coordinator, they tend to be good. And if he doesn't, which we have no idea what they have, then they tend to kind of flounder. So I could I could see a step back. I believe it's isn't it Aaron Henry running the running the defense it, now? It is actually which yeah. which he's getting his feet wet, but I, I I think there'll be some growing pains there as a defensive coordinator, first time coordinator. So I could see us winning this game and I could see it being by 10 plus. Yeah, former Badger great Aaron Henry. I, I agree with you on this one, Justin. I I think you come off that first of all, I think Illinois last year, 
it, it feels like a bit of a, a pop up, pop down season. Like the yeah. big was it's going to take them some time to grow. Yeah, I don't think people are giving Bielema some roses on this Illinois turnaround a little prematurely, in my opinion. That was a bad Big Ten well, last. The right? roster, well, yeah, and the roster, like you and I both know, it it it's it helps having the transfer portal the way it is now, but it takes time to revamp a roster. Like you could lose your, you could be carried by starters for a year, and then have things take a step back when those guys graduate. It's kind of that's why I expect Minnesota to kind of take a dump. They're yeah, losing I, so many guys who played five straight years for them, and now you're going to be have these underlying guys that you haven't played that are going to have to step in and be expected to play substantial roles. Yeah, it feels like they're going to be rowing upstream there uh, in Dinky Town. Uh, I, I also have us beat Illinois. I, I don't even, I, for whatever reason, I'm not even particularly concerned with that game. I think Wisconsin mm-hmm. tosses back big, takes mm-hmm. it to Illinois. Uh, then we get into the the Ohio State game. Um, I'll just, that's a loss. I, I don't like, I, it's a loss. They're better yeah. than us. The roster's deeper. They have more continuity. We haven't beat them in 11 years. We're not beating Ohio State, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I, I think that really the, the area where we find out whether or not we can, we have a chance to, to pull the upset there is going to be the quarterback. If he's a hit, then I think it is what it is. At this point, we just don't have the roster to stack up quite with them yet. Now, in a couple of years, could we? Sure. We might be ready in a couple of years, but it does help that they'll have a first-time starter, so you have somebody less experienced. But I'm not quite sure that we have the talent level yet to to step up there. And maybe we, or maybe we're wrong. I'll, I'll happily enjoy the win if we somehow get it. But yeah, this is a loss for me too. Yeah, and let me just add a couple caveats to this. Uh, I would say they don't even need to really hit at quarterback. They just can't bust at quarterback. The talent yeah. everywhere else on that roster is still. They've been recruiting four and five stars everywhere. Mm-hmm years like so as long as the quarterback's not a disaster and this is also what week seven at this point the quarterback's gonna have yeah. some time to get into the group yeah, i will say though if we can get a night if we can get a rowdy environment let's say we don't drop the iowa game and we're coming in maybe just one loss like a top 12 team maybe we get a night game oh my goodness that environment with the first time quarterback at ohio state yeah. that could be a difference maker that could tip the scales I, but they're too good everywhere else yeah. just they have four or five stars everywhere it would not shock me that both teams come in undefeated for this game. Like that, that is not something that would be crazy that we see at this point in the season. But I do, unless Wisconsin plays out of their minds, I don't see them winning this game, which they're capable of. I think that there's there are some difference makers this year. Like Mordecai is a guy who you can look at and be like, hey, he's done it before. He could go up and have a four touchdown, one pick game and carry us in this game. We have some wide receivers who I think are are dudes that can have big games against Ohio state, but having them all put together in one game is, is something that they have to prove. And we'll, we'll see. But. You also have to be healthy. There's, yeah. there's so many things that you need to, to upset an Ohio state team there. All right, let's move on. We got after Ohio state, you are now with two losses. I have three. We're going to go on and play the Hoosiers on the road. Um, it can, one more, one more final take on Ohio state because it's going to lead into my Indiana point. I do think, People may think I'm coming off kind of negative in this show. I do think we're going to look much better against Ohio State than we have in years. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. be competitive. Since going back to that Jack Cohn kind of Big Ten title game, I think we're going to be competitive. We're going to be on the field. And because of that, I don't think we're going to suffer kind of this, this post-traumatic letdown from Ohio yeah. State. So I think we go on the road and take it to the Hoosiers, and we get back on the winning side. Yeah. I don't think we look so ridiculous offensively where it's like – 
spinning our wheels constantly. I think that we're going to put together some some bright spots in that game where we look at it and be like, there's hope for the future here where we have a passing game that can cause some problems for even teams like Ohio State. And I'm assuming you're taking the win against yes. Indiana on the road. I don't want to speak for you, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be a close game. I agree. Uh, we're going to take a quick break there, come up, finish up the schedule, give our final takes on it, and maybe pick out one other Big Ten team where we think people are either a little too high or a little too low on. Just to recap really quickly, Justin, you are at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and two, mm-hmm. I believe at this point, and I am at six and three. Right, we're going to take a very quick break, if my math is correct. We're going to take a very quick break, come back with the last part of the schedule, Big Ten over under Wisconsin Badgers football. Really do want to say thank you to everyone who's tuning in. Really do appreciate y'all um, so, so much. Let's keep this going. Let's finish off this, this schedule breakdown, this look ahead. Very early, obviously. Very, very early. But uh, it's a lot of fun to break it down and talk about it. Justin, um, I'll start this one because for two years now, I think everyone's kind of caught up. For two years, I've said Pat's Fitz- Pat Fitzgerald is a ridiculously overrated coach. This nonsense about him being – listen, Northwestern is not like McNeese State. I mean, you can win there. Other people have won Big Ten titles there, by the mm-hmm. way. He's had two consecutive ridiculously terrible years. His only recent success was in the weird COVID year. Uh, Wisconsin coming off the Indiana game gets Northwestern at home. I think they wax them. I think they beat them. I don't think it's it's competitive. Yeah, I I look at him, and it's a lot like Paul Christ had Jim Leonard and the other defensive coordinators. Mike Hankowitz was amazing as a defensive coordinator for Northwestern. He knew the ins and outs of the Wisconsin offense and how to give us fits, and which is why Wisconsin played so poorly against them, and some of the other teams actually looked pretty good. So I think that losing him and him retiring was a huge loss for them. And I I have not seen somebody that looks like they're capable of replacing what he left with. Like that knowledge and knowing how to – I think he had a really good insight into how Paul Chris thought during a game which is a big part of why we looked so incompetent against them offensively. But yeah, with until they get a defensive coordinator that shows that they have a pulse against us, I'm not worried about that game at all. Yeah, by the way, by the way that's where somebody inserts the joke, how difficult was it to prepare for that Wisconsin offense necessarily, yeah. right? Uh, but no, they did great against us, especially in Evanston. This one's in Madison. Uh, I think we both have the win there. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up, we got two really interesting games to end the season. We got Nebraska at home. I'll let you start with that one. Yeah, we're gonna win it. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna be blunt. I, I I think Matt Rule is actually a good hire for them. I do think that they will get better. I think that we have more depth. We have we're further along in development of everything than what they are, and they have massive roster turnover there, and they have a bunch of pieces that they're trying to piece together and find chemistry with, and there's not really anything for them to lean back on. Now it's possible things could come together early. I just don't see it quite yet. And I, I think that we have a quarterback edge there fairly substantially in that game. I'm not yeah. afraid of Jeff Sims. Yeah. Sims is super interesting to me. I think Mordecai is the better thrower. Certainly Sims gives you a little bit more of the dual threat stuff. Um, he had some really interesting metrics where he hit, I think it was 21 miles an hour uh, down on a workout. Like he, he can do some unique stuff where at the college level that plays up. Uh, but to your point, I agree. I think we win this one. It's at home. I've talked a lot about the coaching turnover we have. They, To your point, exactly. They have a ton of coaching turnover and a ton of roster turnover. I also like the Matt Rule hire. I think it's a good hire for them to bring some stability. I don't think – I think they're a couple years away, not mm-hmm. just from beating Wisconsin, but from competing in this conference if things go right. I'm not even sure if they can get to there. So mm-hmm. that's another win for me. I agree. I'm a little higher on Jeff Sims, I think, than you are, but Mordecai's a better thrower for sure. Yeah. 
All right, uh, let's wrap up the season here. We go to Minnesota. Is it possible we lose again to those teams? I Listen, I said last year there's no way we'll lose to Minnesota again. There's no way. Um, not at home. I, I think we beat them this year, though. I think they have a ton of, that they have to figure out, losing their stud running back, uh, Ibrahim, Tanner Morgan. Uh, they have some defensive pieces as well. And I just, I just don't think they're as good this year. And I, quite frankly, I think Luke Fickle is going to put a point of emphasis on this game. It is a huge deal oh, to yeah. him. You've already seen the chippiness go back and forth in press conferences a little mm-hmm. bit. I think we we not only go across the border and beat them, I think it's relatively easy, like a 10, 13-point game. I think you could – Luke Fickle views P.J. Fleck as the little gnat that is flying around. Like, seriously? Why am I dealing with this guy? This guy's not in my class. And I kind of look at this game as this, yes, I do see it as a point of emphasis. I don't know why people think that they're like seven and a half seems like a stretch to me for where they're at for this year, because they've had a mass exodus of guys who are considered to be starters for their defense. They've had a bunch of guys who gave them a a ton of production that they lost, who just don't have eligibility anymore. And if you look at it, their quarterback had one good game last year and it was against us. And I do not. I do not see that happening again. It's a different defense he's going to see this year, so it's not going to be Jim Leonard's defense that he's prepping for. Where and I, I would be shocked if Luke Fickle and them don't adjust to how they threw the the uh, RPO against us. So I do not see that that being them gashing us on that again this year. Um, I think our defense will be more athletic, which I think will cause more problems for them. And I don't see them being able to play the same defense that they played against us last year, where they basically just ran, ran blitz the whole game. Like they, they came downhill. They sent the linebackers constantly against us and Graham just offered nothing in a passing game to be able to combat that. So I think that we will be looking at this completely different this year. I think this is a game that we win comfortably. And I think that he wants to make this a game where we we blow them off the field and basically like, yeah, we're done with you. We're putting you back in your place. Yeah, I, I mostly agree with that. I, I do wonder what um, the Gophers quarterback after a full year, a full offseason prepping to be the starter and a full season worth of reps, what he looks like with a little more experience. Certainly he has some athletic tools. I was not impressed last year. I thought our defense had just a horrid showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, really weird i thought our offense was horrible that game that game was just ridiculously terrible all around mm-hmm. but i do think we take care of business against the gophers that puts me at nine and three justin you are ten and two which puts us both on the over of the mm-hmm. 8.5 with FanDuel. let us know in the comments where you're at uh if you're gonna side with the ever optimistic justin going at ten and two or a little more realistic like i like to live in realism not like justin and rajiv off in optimism island over there sure that's that's me i'm known for my my amount of like unrivaled optimism when it comes to Wisconsin sports. A river and waterfall of optimism overflowing. I will say this, Justin, because we've done over-unders for three years now, right? This season, last year on the on the Lockdown uh, podcast, and the year before on the Bucky cast when we were doing that one, we've gone over every year. We have. The last two years, we've been wrong. <laughs> so, Right, and this year it's going to be because we're undefeated. That's, listen, <laughs> all about it. All about it. I do see your scenario where we could go into Ohio State undefeated. I don't yeah. think it's likely, but I also don't yeah. think that's a, a non-zero. Like it would take it would take a lot of things going right, um, and I think like like I don't. You're not wrong in that it could be nine and three. We could be eight and four this year. Like there could be growing pains with this team, but I think the talent is there for the records that we're talking about. Now, whether they actually achieve that talent is another question. 
Well, and I've talked about it before too. Nine and three to me is not a disappointing season. No, like, it's it's it'd be a good step. We would just want to see progress. Right. It depends on how you look in games, but nine and three with the first time coach. That's to me, that's not a disappointment. Now, mm-hmm. would would ten and two be better? Obviously. Uh, would eleven and one be better? Even better. Mm-hmm. What is the one team, Justin? You went ten and two. If we're nine and three, let's say we lose the two games you talked about that you picked, Ohio State and Iowa. What's the third game maybe you'd be most worried about, or the third game you'd point to and say, Yeah, I also I don't love that one. I think it has to be Washington State at that point. I think that that's an early game where we may not have things might not be kind of humming along yet on offense. And we could just be inconsistent offensively. Defense might still be a little work in progress with guys kind of try, trying to figure out and second-guessing some things where we could end up losing a game like that. Let me ask you, we're, we're going to end on this one. We had some more stuff we were going to get into, but we're kind of running short on time here. But I do want to ask you, wh- what scenario would you prefer? Uh, beat Ohio State but lose to Minnesota or lose to Ohio State but beat Minnesota? Lose to Ohio State, beat Minnesota. Yeah. Me too. Okay. I, I I want listen, I'm I'm okay with us having to take a year to get to Ohio State and be able to handle or hang with them. I am not okay with losing to Minnesota again. I, no, I think I that, that that program is beneath us from a talent perspective, and I do not want to continue to lose games to a team that's I think is inferior to us. Yep. That that program is beneath us in every perspective, not mm-hmm. just talent from from national prestige, from uh, you know, marketability, from head coaching acumen. I mean, mm. from everywhere you want to point to, from the quality of people that live within the borders of the state that the university represents, from everything, everything that program is beneath us, we cannot lose to that. Yeah, so I agree with you 100%. Mm. Um, anyway, he is Justin. I'm Ryan. Thank you all so much. Really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Let us know in the comments where you're at on the over-under. The number is 8.5. And give us if you're over-under and the, the final schedule and who you think we're going to lose to, if anybody on Wisconsin, and we'll talk later.